Okay, so we left off. We left off actually going a little off topic, which means we were talking for you know the first blot of the parak about the chiv of three people to make a mezuman. And we, you know, Mamish talked about every single permutation, three, two, one leaving, one not leaving. We then started discussing yesterday, at the end, if let's say someone walks in to a mezuman, which is like a semi-common occurrence, semi-common occurrence, you have, you know, you finish your Shabbos meal, we said yesterday, you and your wife go over to, to go to the neighbor. You knock on the door. They have a relatively similar suit of time as you. You finish benching. They're about to start benching. You walk in, and they're saying, Rabbi Yisraelim mentions. We said, depends. If, you, if, you're, if they're up to, Rabbi Yisraelim mentions, Yishem Hashem Mavarech, there's nothing wrong with you as a newcomer saying, Yishem Hashem Mavarech, But if they're saying, Baruch Shacham Shalat then that would be inappropriate for you to say, when you haven't eaten anything. So if you if you're if you haven't eaten anything, you say Amen. And that's where we ended off last night. We said we ended off a person saying Amen. Which segues into our next topic. We take a three-line break from Mizuman. This has absolutely nothing to do with Mizuman, but it has to do with Amen, which is what we started talking about last night. So says the Gemara, five lines from the, uh, four lines from the bottom of Memheyam Ibeis. Tani Chode. In one Mishnah we learned, Ha'ayne Amen Acher Berchaisav. If a person says Amen after his own brachas, wow, that's great. Harizim Meshavach. Mamish praiseworthy. person answers Amen after his own brachas, Mamish praiseworthy. And then, we learned in another b'risa, or Rashi says, Rashi, oh, the b'chadir is kol b'chaisa. Harizu m'shubach. V'tanya idach, in another place we learned, harizu m'gun, it's disgusting, it's pretentious. Ooh, you guys are coming after your own brachas. You're, you're like, uh, underscore, you're a capital letter, exclamation points. You made a bracha, you don't have to answer amen after your own bracha. Says the Gemara, laikashe hababayin Yerushalayim habashar brachas. It depends. The one that it's praiseworthy is after Baini Rishalayim. The one that it's not praiseworthy, in fact, it's disgusting, is all of the brachas. What does this mean? Says Rashi, Haba Baini Rishalayim, Shehisayf HaBrachas. Baini Rishalayim is actually the end of a section. So when you're using Amen as a, as a sequitur, when you're using Amen as a markation of a section being over, a series being over, as a place in davening being, okay, finished, we're about to start a new place, when you're using Amen as a device, that's a good thing. It's a punctuation device. It's not ascribing greatness to yourself, just say Amen after your bracha. I am so important. Oh, man. That's, that's not nice. But when you're using Amen after a section of davening, Rashi says, And Rashi goes on, 
V'chein b'seif berches de kriyashma, shachres v'arvis. It's also appropriate to say, Amen, after your own bracha, when you're at the end of a section during davening. For instance, a great example would be, Baruch atah Hashem, Shomer Amo Yisrael, Lo'ad, Amen. Because that's the end of a section. That's the end of a section. Anytime you're finishing a section of davening, you're finishing a unit in davening, the other examples given in halacha are when you finish halal, melech melobah tishbacha is amen. When you finish yishtabach, becher v'shir zimra, melech el chei lamim amen. In these cases, they are similar to Bainde Baracham of Yerushalayim, which is the end of Brachas Dairaisa, which is the ending of benching of Dairaisa. It's appropriate to say Amen, and the Amen is a traffic device. It's a literary device. It's a stopping of a paragraph. The Amen that is not good is Amen after any other Brachas. Taisvis says the same thing. Haba Bainde Yerushalayim, Haba Shar Brachas, Pirushar Ben Chananel, and the Bahag. So Rashi and the first thing in Taisvis say that this Gemara is not limited to Bainei Barachamov, Yerushalayim, Amen. It means any time you finish a section of Davide, any time you finish a unit it's appropriate to say Amen after your own bracha because you're not using Amen as an answer to your own bracha. You're using Amen as a literary device to say, end of paragraph. And this is how the Machaber Paskins in Shulchan Aruch, the Machaber Paskins in Shulchan Aruch, in Simon Reish Tesvav, that a person, after every section of davening, should, should um, say Amen after his own bracha, as should the Chazan. So, the Mahaber is the Pesach for the Svardim. If you go, and I checked with a, a Svardi guy in my shir, and another Svardi guy, another shir, yesterday I said, you guys do this, right? And I said, yeah. Then it was, if you're, if you're davening, if you're a Svardi, Baruch Tam Shemar Yisrael, Amen. You say Amen after Yom Bracha. In concordance with this Rashi, this Taisis, and the Psak of the Mahaber. Based on this Gemara. Does Rashi say something different? Nope. No, Rashi, Tysis, it's, you know, it's, it's a million percent legit. Now let's go back to Tysis. Umiu pokhazi mayamadabar, but go look outside. No one's doing this. No one's doing this. Um, you know, I was just a davening here. The guy said, Baruch Tashem Shem Arma Yisrael Lo'ad. Didn't say Amen. Did you hear that anywhere? No, I didn't. And this is the psak of the Ramah. The Ramah says, we don't do this. And Ramah, Alpitaisis, is learning that the Gemara is very specific. No, no, no. You do it after, Bainei Barachamav Yerushalayim, Amen, and that's it. It is not meant, like Rashi says, to be used at the end of every tefillah. So we have over here a Machlekes Rashi Taisis, Machlekes Macham Ramah, and you know what we do. But there is a Nafkimina for even for me and you. This injunction against making amen to your own brachas is so strong that it even outweighs, let's say you finish your bracha 
the same time as the chazan. So for instance, it could happen, it could happen all the time. You're at Shachras this morning, you know, some days you're, you're constantly behind, but some days you're mamish in the zone. You're like at the same place as, as the chazan. And so the chazan is, and you're like, mamish, the same time. So you and the chazan, mamish, photo finish. You finish at the exact same second. So, do you answer Amen? So, well, the answer is, you should answer Amen. You're not answering Amen to your own bracha. You're answering Amen to the Chazan's bracha. Someone else finished at the same time. Or, for instance, you and, you and your friend, you sit down at a Chazan together, you wash, you sit down, you say, Baruch HaTah Hashem, Lekeinu Melech Elom, Amut Tzilech Menarts, your friend says, Baruch HaTah Hashem, Lekeinu Melech Elom, Amut Tzilech Menarts, you finish at the same time. I'm not saying Amen to my own bracha, I'm saying Amen to his bracha. The halacha is that we are so, it is so odious to make Amen after your own bracha, even if you finish at the same time as somebody else or the chazan, and you're not answering Amen to your own bracha, you still don't do it because it is that, ugh, it is that distasteful to answer Amen after your bracha, even when you're technically answering Amen to someone else's bracha, but if it's also at the end of your bracha, you do not do it. But, Kitzur Shulchan says, the brachas that the Mechaber and Rashi said that you could answer Amen to your own bracha, then even us, who do not do it then, if you finish at the same time as the chazan, you could say Amen. So if you're, for instance, and in Halal, in Melach Mullah, you and the Chazan at the same time, you're allowed to answer Amen. Because really, you can answer Amen after your own brah. But now when you're answering, you're finishing at the same time as the Chazan, you for sure could. <laughs> and every morning, if you finish Yishtabach, for instance, at the same time as the Chazan, you're allowed to answer Amen at the same time as the Chazan, even though you finished at the same time also. Very common. If you're in the zone and you're like, Mamish, like, you know, keeping up with the Chazan, you and him finish. Even though the Ramah says you wouldn't answer Amen to your own bracha in that case, you would answer Amen to the Chazan's bracha, even though you finished at the same time. And that is all a result of this sugya. Okay, back to the Gemara. This concept of making an Amen after Bayne Barach Yerushalayim Amen because you're demarking that this is where benching Dairaisa ends, Abaye, Anile Bekala, Abaye would make a big deal, he would make a big scene, a commotion, when he got up to he would do it bikala. He would do it very loud. Why? Kihechi. So that the Lishmu Payalim, workers who are on the clock, and they should be getting back to work and not benching any extra more than the bare minimum. Workers who are on the clock should be getting out of here. Abaya would say amen with great commotion and fanfare to get them to stop benching and go back to work. So the workers will hear and go back to work. Rabashi, on the other hand, on the other hand, he would bedafka say, he would bedafka say, the bracha of, of 
Baruch Hashem, Bene Baruch Amen. He would say Amen very silently. Because if you're making a declaration and you're making a big deal and you're making a big commotion that okay, real benching ends here. After this is like half baked, not required, voluntary, you know, extra credit benching. That is going to cause a zilzul in the benching after Baini Barachim Yerushalayim. Amen. And therefore, he bedafka would answer it silently because there's no need to be mezalzul in benching. End of that aside in Hilchas Amen. Very important, very negative, but that's where it ends. Back to mezumen, but a little different angle. Rebzeira Cholash continues the Gemara on the top of Memvav. Rebzeira once got ill. Ola Gaber Rababo. Rababo went to visit Rebzeira. And Rababo was very moved. He was very, very disturbed that Rebzeira was in such bad shape. And he was macabre on himself the following thing if he gets a Rafur Shleima. Kibalale, he was macabre on himself. Imitbach, if he gets healed, who? Rebzeira. But the Gemara here is going to call him by his nickname. Katina Charek Sake, the short one of burnt hips. Where does that come from? That's a Gemara in the seventh parak of Ametziah. That the Gemara over there says that if a person has no Averis, no forces of nature have any shlit over him. So various Amirayim that were confident in their Avera-free status, would periodically do a check if I have any Averas. So you walk into the furnace, you walk into the furnace, and you see, if I get burnt, then, uh-oh, I have Averas. If you don't get burnt, then, okay, I'm good. Now, I don't know what you do if you have Averas. You know, it reminds me of a story. When I lived in Yeshiva Lane, there was... There's this Russian guy who worked for the yeshiva. So, so we needed a dryer put in. So I don't know if you ever watched the guy put in a dryer. When they put in a gas line, you have to check if it's sealed. It's very bad if it's not sealed. So what you're supposed to do is you put like Dawn on the, on the line. And if there's gas coming out, it'll cause the Dawn to bubble. And Baruch Shem, Dawn is not flammable or combustible. So you know you have to do a better job and no one gets hurt. So this is a Russian guy comes to my house, puts in the dryer line. When he finishes, he takes out a cigarette lighter. And he lights it. <laughs> he starts going up and down the, the gas line with the cigarette lighter. So I say, I say, Yaakov, the guy, I say, let's say there's a leak. It will be explosion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I, know, so I don't know, like, like you know, this is the type of thing. I think there's like a like a term for this, like a fancy term that like you're only doing this because you're expecting good news, but like you have no place in your head for bad news. Anyway, so so the Amirayim used to go into a furnace and they would check if like if if you go in and you come out clean, then Taka had a good month. If you go in and you don't come out clean, you didn't have a good month. And that's what happened to Reb Zera one time. Reb Zera went into the furnace many months in a row. He was fine. One month he went in. He had an Aver, which the Gemara and Bab Metziah discussed Aver. Trust me, it's a teeny Aver that me and you wouldn't be very, very ashamed of. And he got his thighs burnt. And he, he was 
from then on, um, short because he didn't have full thighs, and they called him Katina Charaksaki, the short one of burnt thighs. But that was Reb Zera's nickname. The Chida asks, the Chida asks, like, why, why are we bringing that up now? So the Chida says that when he's sick, we're trying to bring up the schusim, and, and this inspires people. So we, we have a person, Reb Zera, who, who was so perfect that he used to check himself in the furnace every month. And he knows, what, what can we aspire to? So the Chida says the reason we're calling him this nickname, Punkt, when he's sick, is to bring up his chosim and people will become inspired. Anyway. Trust me, Yankee. It, it, the, what he did wrong wasn't too bad. No, I, I agree. But like you could say, like the guy, you can come up with a nickname, the guy he went for years in the first without getting burnt. Right, yeah. But the one nickname you have come up is the guy with the burnt hips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Point taken. That's the whole idea of going into the furnace, a stickle guy with it. You could be yeah, a flashlight. Ma- it's been a while since I learned that, but if I'm not mistaken, the Gemara asks Same. that. You could be a flashlight. Yeah, 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 the Gemara asks that. But again, there's nothing like taking out the cigarette later and making sure the gas line is good. Anyway, says the Gemara, so re- back to the story, Rababo was makabal, if Rabzeira gets her a four shleime, avidna yumatavala rabbonon. I am going to make a festa suda for the, for the yeshiva. L'schus for shleime of Rabzeira. Taka, that's what happened. Itbach, he got healed. Avid suda salakulo rabbonon. So Rababo made a grace of Suda for the Gansi Yeshiva. So they assembled at the Suda Kimat Lamishri when it came time to make the bracha of Hamaitzi. Mishri is the bracha of Hamaitzi. It comes from the Lashon to permit. When you, when you make the bracha, it's going to permit people to eat. So when it came to make the permitting bracha, the Hamaitzi, Amalei Rabzeira, Rababo, who sponsored, turned to Rabzeira, who was like the, the guest of honor, and he said, "No, you you make the amaytzi for us." So Rebzeira demurred, and he said, ah, "Don't you know the halacha of Rabbi Yechanan? Don't you know the halacha of Rabbi Yechanan? Don't you know the halacha of Rabbi Yechanan that the balabayis should be the one to break the bread?" Fine. So Rababo accepted, and Rababo sharalahu. Rababo himself made the Hamaitzi. Kimat Levruche, when it came time to bench, once again Rababo wanted to be Mechabed, the guest of honor, with benching. Amalei nu nevarech lanmar. Rabzeira, this party's held in your honor. How about you bench for the Eilam? Nevarech lanmar. Amalei Rabzeira said once again, haha, too late. Don't you know he who makes the Hamaitzi benches? Says the Gemara. Don't you know the famous halach of Reb Huna from Bavel? He who broke the bread, Mevarech. And Reb Abo was stuck benching also. The Gemara asks, understand, what was Reb Abo even thinking to ask him to bench? Doesn't he know the halach of Reb Huna from Bavel that said that he who Makes the Hamaitzi benches? No. Rebabo was going in the Shita of Reb Shem that says, You're right, Balabayas, but say, yeah? You're right, the Balabayas should 
should make Hamaitzi. Now, if you're wondering, well, if he knew that halacha, why did he ask Reb to make the Hamaitzi? So the Rabbi Yehud, all the Rishonim asked, they say, since the party was held in his honor, it's like he's the Balabais. Dumb Rebbe Balabais yes. So Rebbe held the Balabais should should be Baitzeah. But the guest should bench. Why? Balabais Baitzeah. The Balabais should be the one that makes the Hamaitzi. Kedeshi Yivtsa Be'en Yafe. So that he'll distribute the bread with a generous eye. Which means it's only Menschlich to be generous with your money and not with other people's money. It's not normal for me to be generous with your money. It's normal for you to be generous with your money. So when it's your house and you're the one that has the most authority to distribute the bread, so it's most appropriate for the Balabayas to break the bread, to make the Hamaitzi, because he is the one that's capable of being most generous. A guest, I'm, I'm pushing uncomfortable being generous with your money. It's not natural for me to be generous with your money. Therefore, Balabayas is Beitseya because Kadeshi Yivtsabein Yafa that'll distribute generously. The guest says, the guest benches, this will enable him to say, to have the opportunity to say the Birkas Balabayas, which we'll get to next. So we have a lot to talk about. Balabayas Beitseya. So, like this. The Mechaber Paskins, Mechaber Paskins like this, that the Balabayas should distribute the challah, even if there is someone greater than him there. So if you're the proverbial uh, Yankee Cats hosting the proverbial Rabbi Rucham, so what do you do? You definitely give Rabbi Rucham Kiddush. You definitely tell Rabbi Rucham to make Kiddush. Who, who makes the Hamaitzi? Says the Mechaber, even if you're hosting an Adam Gadol, you give out the bread because of what we said here. Because of what we said here. <coughs> Look, and I've run Paskin's Gemara straight up. Uh, sorry, the Mechaber Paskin Gemara straight up. The, the Magan Avram brings a riot from Gemara. Not true. You see that Rebbe is aware of this halacha. And yet, he wanted to be Mechabed Rubzeira with the Hamaitzi. So says the Magan Avram, you see that you could be Mechabed, a guest, if he's a great person, with making the Hamaitzi, and the Balabayas should not do it himself. The Divrei Hamudais backs up the Magan Avram and says as follows. Back in the day, the Balabayas, we have this concept in the sixth parak gave each person his allotted amount of bread for the entire meal. So then it was very important to get each person the most generous portion that they could do. And since the Baal would be the most generous, the Baal made Hamaitzi. Says the Divrei Hamudas, apparently Divrei Hamudas had a very similar Suda than we do. We don't give each person the amount of bread they're going to eat at the whole Suda. What we do when we, you know, what, all the places I've eaten, what we do when we eat a Shabbos suit is, you cut up all the challah into slices, and you leave it there. And whoever wants to take however much they want during the suda can take however much they want during the suda. I don't give you, you're, you're a four-slice guy, you're a two-slice guy. I don't give out the challah kefi what they do. 
The different Hamud Smarm says Bal Bais Beitzer. The Prusa Abuzman is that Nogu Lekabed Hagado Mishmishinais Then Rak Maat May Prusa Hamaytzi. When we make Hamaytzi, you give a little piece of bread. No one's giving you your entire allotment for the meal. So says the Divrei Hamudais, this halacha, and he's backing up the Magan Avram, this halacha is not Negeya anymore nowadays because the whole reason for this halacha is that only the Balabayas can be sufficiently generous. But since nowadays we don't give out the challah for the meal, there's no need. And therefore, says the Divrei Hamudais, like the Magan Avram, if you have an Adam Gadol in your house, you should be mechabed him with making the hamaitzi. Okay, so that is the hamaitzi. The next thing we said was that the guest should, the guest should be mavarich, kadesh yavarich balabayis. Right, so that's what we said. So, for sure, by kiddush, not by hamaitzi, that's the mechabah, but the magan of Rome arguing that the different hamudas backed him up, that, that's what he said. So, says the Sharetziyim, for the third night in a row this comes up, this Gemara, that you need to be mechabi, the guest with Benjamin, so that he will bless the Balabayas, is assuming that only one person benches. Like we've been saying the last couple of nights. Because Medina the Gemara, when we made him a Zuman, that assumed that the guy who's Rabbi Samerville Benjamin is going to say the whole benching and be moitzi everybody. And therefore, if I'm the Balabais and I'm going to bench, and I'm going to be mighty everybody, I can't bench myself. Therefore, it's necessary, which is what the Gemara Paskin, it's necessary to be mechabed, the guest, with benching, so that he will be mevarech the Balabais. But says the Sharetzian, but nowadays, that's rak bizmanehem. But bizmanazeh, that one person benches, and everyone benches on their own, I could bench, me as the host could bench, Rabbi Yisrael mentioned. You as the guest can still say, Dihi Ratzin, Tadabalabayis, even though you're not benching, because each person benches individually on their own. Therefore, just like the Magan Avram and the Divrei Hamudas did away with the first halacha, that the Balabayis has to make the Moitzi, the Sharetzian does away with, the Sharetzian does away with the second halacha, you do not need to be mechavid, mechavid, a guest with benching, because you can get your yihiratzin, shleyevish balabais, you could get your yihiratzin from a guest, even without him leading the benching. So much so that the Bir Alacha says that Be'emes and the balabais should bench. But if he's going to give it out to somebody else, he can only give it to the greatest person there. The, the, the Bir Alacha seems to say, and we violate this Allah all the time. Which means, let's say, let's say you're hosting another family for a meal. So the Allah says, you as the host should bench. If you're not going to bench, you should give it at least to the other guy who's the most hush of their meaning, the father of the family you're having. But I don't know about you, all the time, let's say I'm having a family, and they have like a bar mitzvah bachar, I'll always ask that kid to bench. You know, he feels good. The father doesn't care. He doesn't need the COVID. He appreciates, you know, the kid was like, you know, you have like a 16-year-old kid at a Shabbos suda with adults. He's like awkward the whole meal. And like, you know, finally you let you give him a, you know, new, he gets his hat, he's all serious about it. New, you bench. So the Biralacha says that that's not, that's not acceptable. There's riots from other Sharetzians that it's okay, 
But if you look at the Bir Allah and you take this mamash 100% seriously, if you, the Balabais, aren't benching, aren't leading the benching, you should give it to the Muschashiva of the assembled guests. Okay, fine. We'll, uh, we'll leave the, we'll stop here for tonight.